In here, I will share and discuss news and general knowledge, which will certainly be useful for all of us. I hope you listen to me till the end. In today's episode, we will discuss three different but still related topics. And in my opinion, today's topics are very interesting. So don't go anywhere, have a seat, and enjoy! Wow, okay. By the way, how many songs have you listened to today? Do you have a playlist that fits your mood? How do you feel when you hear the songs? Honestly, I like to imagine me being the actor in that song. How about you guys? Do you know? A musician, when they put a song out into the world, it can sometimes feel like they're trapped in the backyard of the house that they built. Inside the song, All these parts get imagined and written and recorded that are so full of thought and beauty. But only the people who've made a song ever get to hear the species on their own. Interesting, right? And this is important. You could try listening to people the way that you were trying to listen to music. Why do I say that? Because when someone tells you something, just like with a song, there can be all these layers within it. Imagine trying to listen to a song while singing a different song in your head. You can't do it. You can't fully appreciate what someone else is saying if you're thinking about something else. Well, when do you all usually listen to music? At work? When do you have free time or when you are on vacation with your family? It seems fun when we go on vacation on the weekend with our family while listening to the music we like. But it would be very annoying if suddenly someone from the office contacted us and interrupted us even on our days off. So I will give you three smart strategies to protect our time. First, one specific strategy you can take is to treat your upcoming weekend like a vacation. On Friday afternoon, jot down how you would act and behave as if you were on a holiday. Maybe you'll visit a local cafe and listen to some live music, or maybe you'll go for a long walk in the middle of the day with no phone and no agenda. And the plan doesn't have to be expensive or extravagant. Second, another strategy you can take is to create clear boundaries for your time off. Instead of saying, I'm out of the office, feel free to select me whenever. Say, I'll be offline, call me only if it's urgent. To uphold these personal goals, work together as a team, and set team goals for personal time. Lastly, you can negotiate for more time to prevent work from creeping into your personal life. What does this look like in practice? You can ask for more time on adjustable deadlines at work. If your client asks for a deliverable Monday morning, Ask for an extension until Tuesday afternoon, so you don't find yourself working on your well-deserved weekend. And don't worry too much about reputation, because quality truly is the metric that matters most. Alright, are you guys still listening to me? The topics that have been shared are very interesting, right? 
So don't go anywhere because this last topic is no less interesting and still related to work. In the workplace, we all have our biases, the set of assumptions that we make and the things we don't notice about people's race, gender, religion, sexual orientation, appearance, and other traits. They come from the part of our mind that jumps to conclusion that we might not even be aware that we have. That kind of bias gets in the way of good collaboration, performance, and decision-making. It creates an invisible frustration. The more frustrated we are, the more silent we are likely to be. And the more silent we are, the less we may be able to do our best work. Trier Bryan said, there are three steps how to disrupt bias. The first step is to create a shared vocabulary. Sometimes bias shows up in big, embarrassing gaps, but more often it comes out in the little words and phrases we choose, which are packed with assumptions. The second step is creating a shared norm for how to respond when your bias is pointed out. It's helpful to have that shared norm so that we know what to say in those moments. The last step is patient and persistent. Once a team has come up with a shared vocabulary and agrees on this shared norm for how to respond, the team should commit to disrupting bias at least once in every meeting. Disrupting bias may start off feeling uncomfortable, but with time and consistency, we can build the stamina we need to push through it. discussed a lot today from music to work and i hope you enjoyed today's episode come back often and make sure you subscribe rate and leave us a positive review don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of the dy podcast thank you for listening see you on the next episode bye bye